Welcome back uh, to the Diamonds Girlcast. We're thinking all about purpose in our new series. And today it's all about finding your voice. So Cherie, how are you? How's your voice today? <clears throat> well, it's early. We're recording in the morning. And so if I'm a little scratchy, <laughs> then that's how my voice is. But of course, that's not the kind of voice that we're talking about. Uh, I think in finding your voice, we're talking about finding, you know, your sense of confidence, your willingness to really stand out and be yourself, you know, to stand out from the crowd. Absolutely. Okay. So I think a really good way I felt uh, to start our conversation off was to ask you a question, Sheree, and you can ask it back, but Ooh. would you rather you mm. stood out and no one, e- not everyone liked you or you didn't stand out, but then were not noticed? Mm. This is a really hard one for me because I, I have two warring tendencies. And the first is that I like, I kind of have a need for everyone to maybe not like me, but I really, I don't want anyone to be unhappy with me. You like, like the affirmation. I, well, it's not even affirmation. It's like the thought that anyone in the world could, might be angry with me right now. Like that keeps me up at night. If I think that someone's upset with me, like I can't handle it. Um, take that as you will. So there's my one tendency. I, it's like, it's not the need to be liked, but at least the need for people to be happy with me. And um but then I also, I think, have a bit of a need to stand out and to not just be humdrum. Like people who are too sensible <laughs> kind of drive me crazy. I'm like, well, let's show some personality here. So um, I'm taking too long because uh, I think I'd, I'd have to do the standout and not everyone likes me because it's, I'm okay with not being liked as long as they're not angry at me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh- I mean, I think I'm the same. I mean, I think anybody who knows me, I probably stand out a bit. But actually, underneath it all, like if we're just getting super serious for you know a minute, I I have had be I have been on a journey where I've I've had to learn to be confident enough in myself to go. Do you know what? Sometimes to be who God's called me to be might mean that somebody's not going to like me. Might mean that someone's going to disagree with what I've got to say, and that doesn't make me a bad person. Because actually, if I'm trying to get everyone to like me, I'm not going to be able to be who God's created me to be. And, you know, I've been on a journey with that recently. And so that's hard. I think just my personality is I'm probably somebody who wants to stand out. But that mm. comes with challenge. And sometimes I want to be the person who runs away and doesn't want to stand out. Just mm. So anyway, there we go. Positive way to start Ooh. our episode. Get deep. That's deep. That's deep. You've woken me right up. <laughs> now I'm awake. <laughs> well, this whole series we're talking about purpose, right? We're talking about what's your purpose in life? What is your ultimate meaning? And of course, we want to look at what scripture has to say about that and how our faith in God really influences and maybe is even the foundation of our sense of purpose. So to frame this, we're talking each week about who's on our crew. If your life's purpose is a destination and your life is a boat traveling towards this destination, who is helping you along the way? Who is influencing you? Who's impacting your sense of meaning and purpose? I started last week. And so Bridget, I think this week you should say who your person is first. Who's the next member of your crew? And remind us who you said last week. So last week I was chatting about somebody who was one of my youth leaders when I was in my youth group at home and she just was awesome and she just stood for stuff that challenged me on how I lived my life and particularly how I viewed myself and 
I guess it's who she was and how she lived her, her life made me think, do you know what? I want some of that. So she really influenced me in terms of being like, oh, I want, I want to have a little bit of what, what she's got. I'm going to really jump around, okay? So this is not like in terms of like um, time frame. I think the person that somebody else that I would have, who's been a key person in my life um, is somebody who is a friend of mine. She lives in South Africa. She's probably about 10 years older than me. Um, she's, just, I guess, a life stage ahead. And um, she was just somebody who got alongside me when I was there. I went out and did some youth work when I was 18 for a year. And um, she modeled family to me in a way I hadn't seen. Again, it's somebody who was a role model in terms of standing for something different than what I'd previously experienced. But she was also this person who was, she had a super soft heart. And that Mm -hmm. was a choice she had made to stay that way. And it impacted how she parented her children. It impacted how she... Um, did her whole life and um, that was in spite of having experienced tough stuff it was in spite of having experienced things that caused her pain and I think it made me think you know what I want to be somebody who has a soft heart no matter maybe what happens to me and that doesn't mean I'm a pushover but I do think in terms of being able to fully follow Jesus we have to learn to deal with the stuff that's hard the pain we have to forgive and that's a really difficult journey and I guess she was somebody who showed me that side to her and going it is possible and um, she just really inspired me. So again, mm. it's a bit of a deeper one for me, um, but she's awesome. And I'm still really good friends with her. She's kind of more like a sister. Sister figure. She's That's, awesome. Those are very deep. What were their two names? You should say their first names so we can help remember them. Uh, so my youth leader was called Kirsty. And mm-hmm. the person I'm talking about was called LeMay. Very nice. Okay. Oh. Kirsty and LeMay. Those are lovely. Well, um, last week... Yeah, my first person was C.S. Lewis, the author, because I feel like he, uh, his works, especially his Christian works, have pretty deeply influenced my thinking about faith and God and life. Um, possibly also one of the reasons I moved from America to the UK. I don't know. Wow. Is, is it that deep? It could be. It could be. <laughs> um, and my next person who, as I was thinking of it, I wouldn't have first said this, but I was like, yeah, um, and be my grandfather, actually. Uh, my grandfather's name was Leon. Isn't that a good American name? What Leon. <laughs> Um, he passed away, uh, just a couple of years ago, um, about a year and a half ago. And, um, I think him passing away, it's like, it's one of these, like, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And yeah. we were, I mean, we were pretty close. Um, not in like some people are really close with their grandparents, but, and we were, we were pretty close, but I think in him passing away, I just realized what huge influence he was mm. on me and just, you know, and I miss all my grandparents who have passed away, but I think about him the most. And, and funnily enough, we just, we definitely didn't always agree on things. Like I wouldn't say, uh, <laughs> you know, we, he was sort of, an, uh, he was obviously my grandfather, a bit more old school. He was a Southern Baptist preacher. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we wouldn't line up on every single thing. And yet he's one of these people who his thinking, the way he lived his life, his dedication, um, you know, uh, have a deep impact. And in terms of people who I want on my crew, uh, people who I respect deeply, Grandpa Grandpa Leon would be right there. So, and I mean, already the crew of my boat is hopping. C.S. Lewis and Grandpa Leon is a strong crew. <laughs> I want to be on your boat. I feel like I want to meet Grandpa Leon. He's the best. 
Maybe I'll tell you about my gran. She's she was epic as well. I, I, wow. I feel like my gran and grandpa Leon would walk out a good conversation. <laughs> probably would. Um, but anyway, last week we were having a think about um, particularly the messages our world around us tells us about our purpose, from family and friends to education to society, even our history. You know, what do all these things say to us about who we are? And actually, so many of those things say contradictory things. And we were thinking particularly about, well, actually, in the monks that, who does God say we are? And particularly, what does he say about our purpose? And we had some great myth busters from you, Cherie, um, in this (laughs) idea that, you know, my plan is hidden. I've got to find it. And if I don't find it, my life is over or... Maybe. I might miss it. Yeah. I'm going to miss out on my purpose. <laughs> um, or do you know, even more than that, like, oh my goodness, I've messed up. Like, do you know what we're talking about? I know schools have been um, going through some really interesting times with exams and stuff recently. This yeah. one, like, oh my goodness, I didn't get my exam grade. So that means my life is over. Um, and we put the challenge out there that, you know, to be more aware of the messages, um, maybe that you have over yourself in terms of your purpose and where they come from. And we both kind yeah. of shared a little bit about that. But really quickly, Cherie, for you, out of all those areas, what would have been an area for you where maybe you have been challenged by those messages in the last week? Oh, challenged by those messages in the last week. Well, I mean, I think the pressure of career um, as you get older, and I mean, I think that pressure takes its form in exams in university when you're in school. So the pressures that you guys are feeling you know, in terms of maybe you didn't get your exam results or maybe university is a big question mark for you right now. And that is overwhelming. Well, you know, it it just turns into career pressure as you get into your, dare I say, 30s, your 30s. Oh, no. (laughs) And also even 20s. I was like, oh, my goodness, like, I've got to get this right. And I had a bad Mm. day at work. I was like, my life is over. (laughs) <laughs> I know. And I, well, I'm coming up on maternity leave because our next baby's due soon. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in an okay play, place about it, but it just sort of, it throws your purpose sort of up into the air a little bit. You're like, who am I if I'm not at my job? You know, what's my purpose if I'm literally just sitting on the couch at home watching two tiny babies all day? And that might not be the most relatable example, but it's exactly the same feeling as not getting your exam results I swear to you it's that sense of like well who am I if I don't if I'm not doing that thing so I'm sure you can relate Bridget (laughs) I mean I think in some ways me and you should be a little bit similar in that um if I'm having a bad work day like so guys we're just going to be super real like yesterday was not a good day in my life (laughs) like ever have those days where like everything goes wrong and you didn't even try like I domino effect I tried to make things great like you know things were going good anyway my computer died and it didn't Mm. just die it crashed and we can't get it back on and it had some of these great episodes on it and also other really vital information that I've needed for work and so basically I I look back on yesterday and it wasn't a good work day and and I think it's these things I'm like it really wasn't great um and Cherie had me like, oh, what are we going to do? Um, but in good old Cherie fashion, she was super chill. But it's like, Bridget, it'll be fine. Um, but, you know, like joking aside, actually, it was a hard day. And I think sometimes on hard days, these messages become more pressurized. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, when you're mm-hmm. tired. And so I think, you know, yesterday I, kind of, I came away being like, I can't even make my work work. I can't even do this. I can't do that. Those aren't like words that I think God would say about me. He wouldn't say, Bridget, you can't do this or 
And do you know what? No, I couldn't stop my computer melting on me. Although in hindsight, mm, I maybe could have like, you know, taken it off. But let's not talk about that. (laughs) I know. Well, Um, it is. But it's hard. But why don't you get us started on our hot topic before we get to to decide? Definitely. Well, I think something for all of us when it comes to purpose is this idea of being able to stand out, being able to um, have confidence in who we are, especially as Christians, confidence in who we are in Christ, in that identity as a follower of God. Um, 2 Timothy 1.8 talks about not being ashamed. You know, don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of Christ. Um, And Paul talks about don't be ashamed of me. You know, don't be ashamed of other Christians either. And we want you guys to be able to live out that as well. Not looking at your faith or following God as something that you're ashamed of, but something that you have confidence in. Or do you have the confidence to follow Jesus wholeheartedly? Confidence to be who you are in him. And do we even actually know who we are in him? That's what we ended with last week was talking about that foundation of our purpose. The deep foundation of our purpose is not a job. It's not this or that, you know, it is who we are in Christ. We all feel a big pressure to be something, to stand out. And the world tells us we'll go on the X factor. The world tells us we'll get an amazing job. Um, You know, the world tells us to be popular and to live out our dreams, but Jesus goes deeper than that, right? Jesus goes right down to who we are and says, the first place that you find your purpose is in following me. And so do we have the confidence to live that out? And that's what we want to talk about today, to find your voice. And I think that can be really hard when we're struggling with who we are, maybe for mm. really good reasons. Like we're maybe having a bad day, like I was talking about, but maybe it's deeper than that. It's maybe because people have rubbished our purpose, the dreams we've had, the things we want to see happen in our life. Someone's told us, oh, well, you can't go and do that. Or someone said, I don't think you've got what it takes. Or there's mm. been a time when you've put yourself on the line and then it's not come through that could all leave us feeling like somehow we're not good enough and we find ourselves struggling with who we are. And so I think in those moments, it's really important that we're able to go to who God says we are. It's yeah. the place that we have to start. And it's the place that redefine our, redefines our identities. And that's about knowing who God is. It's knowing about who his character is. He's, he's a God who doesn't change his mind. So God says to me, you, you're good enough. I love you. You're a child of God. That doesn't change because next week I mess up. That doesn't change because I've done something bad. It's who God is. He, he is faithful. He's the same through and through. I always think of it a little bit like, um, you know, in Blackpool, you get these bits of Blackpool rock. If it's the real Blackpool rock, if you break the sweetie in half, it still has the same colors through the middle. And I feel like that's what God's like. Not that we should be breaking God in half, but like it's like this Blackpool mm-hmm. piece of rock, the sweetie. That it's the same on the inside as the outside. It's the same halfway through, a quarter of the way through. Like God mm. doesn't change. And so we might change our views of ourselves. We might change because of stuff that happens around us. But who God says we are doesn't. And that's the difference, I guess, between the world standards and God's standards. The world standards say, Bridget, your purpose in your job is dependent on how good a job you do. God's standard says that I'm loved. I'm a child of God. He has a good and perfect plan. That's not dependent on whether my, you know, my boss has said you've done a great job or my friends are like, oh, you're super cool and popular and beautiful. Like these things are changing. Um, like I said, I had a really bad day yesterday. Um, <laughs> but God's opinion on me hasn't changed. And it made me think particularly about, you know, I'm sure you know this passage in the Bible, but the fruits of the spirit, they're God's characteristics. 
And when we say yes to being in a relationship with God, we actually say yes to, to him working in our lives. It's not this kind of decision we make that has no impact on who we are, how we view ourselves and how we act. It's a decision that says, actually, I want more of God in my life. And so when we say yes to having more of God in our life, our lives start to change. But we, it has to start with how we view ourselves first. And then it has this outward working. And so particularly God's characteristics are something that we often refer to called the fruits of the spirit. I'm not talking Um, about oranges, bananas, apples, although those are all really good fruits. (laughs) The fruits of the spirit are things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I want to have a little game with you, Shuri, really quickly. Um, We're going to be finishing up soon. But I want you to look through or think through that list and think of the one that you find the easiest and then think of the one that you find the hardest. Uh And I often think about this myself. I go... Put the word I am before those words. So I am love, I am joy, I am peace, I am patience. And maybe it's just me, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if I am those things. Um, <laughs> but that's who God is, and particularly in terms of who he says um, we are. So for you, Cherie, what would be the one that you'd find the easiest and what would be the one that you'd find the hardest? Um, I think maybe uh, easiest would be patience. Maybe I'm a pretty patient person. I don't get wound up too easily. Um, and so I, and I think that's just, it's sort of been my personality. And so I find that easiest maybe. Um, in terms of difficult, I think, yeah, I think maybe, and I know it sounds bad, but maybe love because I feel like love is a very active thing. Like love calls us to some really like high level action and to really love people isn't just like, Oh, I love you. And I'll just, I'll just write that in my, you know, text. I love you. Uh, you know, love is so much deeper mm-hmm. than that. Love means actually doing things for people. And I'm not always great at, you know, pushing myself out of the comfort zone and truly loving people. There's that. There's some brutal honesty right there. Well, <laughs> what about you, Bridget? Be honest, right? Oh <laughs> uh, well. So I love that. I just need to be more like you, but ultimately to be more like Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, I feel what I find like... the hardest. Anybody who knows me, patience. Like oh, man, I feel like it's <laughs> what I pray. I'm like, God, would you please help me to be more patient? And I find it really, really hard. And maybe God's just growing my patience. I do think I'm better than I was. I really hope so. Um, but I, I really, I have. Do you know what? I view it like I've got a lot of growth opportunity to be more patient. <laughs> mm. Well, this is why we're co-hosts. We just compliment each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think something I'd maybe find slightly easier would be faithfulness. I think like I'm quite a faithful person. Um, mm. I think, um, at least I hope so. Um, in terms of like, like if I say I'm going to be there for somebody, I'm there for them. I'm quite... Um, I'm faithful in my friendships. I'm faithful. It doesn't mean I always like remember stuff or I sometimes don't call people up when I want to or, or things like that. That's maybe acts of love. Um, but like what you see is what you get with me. I don't have a second agenda. Um, mm. And I'm faithful to things that God puts in my heart and I kind of grit my teeth and get on with it. So that's yeah. what I see as faithful. Anyway, it also say, guys, think about that list love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and think about which ones you find easy but which ones are harder for you um and you know what does it look like for you to act those out to walk those out 
you know, in mm. your daily life, what characteristics are you portraying? You know, these will ultimately define um, you in terms of whether you stand out or whether you fit in, um, particularly to whose value system, God's value system or the world's in terms of our purpose. And God's characteristics are key in helping us live out our purpose in following him. So you want to know what God's purpose is for your life? It is to be love, it's to be joy, it's to be peace, it's to be patience, it's to be these characteristics characteristics of his spirit. And the amazing thing is that I can be kind, I can be patient wherever I am in my day, whether it's with my kids, whether it's with my job, whether it's with all those things. God cares so much more about how I do something often than what I am doing. Um, and that's why God's called us to be in all places. You know, we should be in the dentist, we should be in Tesco, we should be in wherever it is that God's called us to work and spend our time. But how we do it is really important. So we've got some next mm. steps for you as we finish today's episode. Um, Sheree, what's, what's your thoughts with that? Yeah, well, we want you guys to feel confident in Christ, to be able to find your voice as a Christian and stand out from the crowd. Maybe you're not an extrovert, but this isn't about being extroverted or introverted. This is about you stepping out as um, a person of faith and having your voice uh, stand out from the crowd. And just like Bridget is saying, some of these characteristics will really help us do that. Colossians talks about putting on um, the wardrobe of God, right? That we, it's almost like living out this new life is like taking off old dirty clothes and putting on a clean new set of clothes. So what clothes, right, in this metaphorical sense, are you wearing today? Are you still wearing the dirty old clothes that the world has offered you? Or are you trying to live out to put on a whole new wardrobe, which is exactly these things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So there's places we might find this easy. Of course, you know, you're at church on a Sunday, potentially, if you have a church. And it's like, oh, yes, I can be so peaceful and patient and kind here. Lovely. (laughs) But there's other places where it's hard. It's hard to live out um, a different kind of lifestyle. Um, Are there places that you remember finding it difficult back when you were in school, Bridget? Oh my goodness. Where was it hardest? (laughs) Um, So I I, I mean, just being brutally honest, like the patience one, like that was the one that I said, oh, I just find this hard. Um, I find patience hard um, in my work situation. Um, mm. I often found patients hard in relationships I found difficult or when I didn't see results I wanted to see or the results mm. I wanted to see weren't quick enough because I wanted them on my time frame and that could have also been with like how my friends were you know I wanted my friends to reply to me now and they hadn't and that wasn't good enough God's was like be patient Bridget like let somebody have a chance um, or I'd want to see like do you know what I'm just I was that annoying person at school you know when like, the teacher would ask a question and I'd like have my hand up the whole time and you know, the teacher's like, well, Bridget, you know, let somebody else have a go. And there's so much stuff in there. Um, mm. that because I struggled to be patient, I wanted the results and I wanted it now. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think the parties one, it's interesting. Like there's the whole self-control. And I think the whole idea of like, you know, when we're looking for a purpose and we're wanting to be affirmed by people, we were talking about this at the beginning of the episode, we sometimes can compromise actually what we stand for because, we're wanting to be liked by people. We're wanting people to think we're great. And so we actually compromise the very things that God is talking about here. We compromise the self-control or we compromise the gentleness because we're in a group of people who are like, oh yeah, it's fine to like not be nice to your mates or, do you know? And it's like, go back to what God says here. Like, is that a good thing to do? Is it goodness? 
is it faithful? Is it being kind to somebody? Do you know, like there's the whole thing that went round with um, just the tragedy of Karen and Caroline Fleck, who lost her life. And, you know, one of the last things she said about was, you know, if you're going to be anything in the world, be kind. That's mm. a God characteristic. And, you know, I couldn't agree more with what she said. So, yeah. Yeah. So we want to make sure as we wrap up today that you guys don't get the wrong idea that this is all just about being a good person and doing the right thing. Oh, there's just a list of, oh, I've got to do this now. Tick, 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 tick. This is about something much deeper. We want to give you guys some tools um, to help really create that foundation in your life of who you are in Christ. And so this isn't just about, you know, performing a tick list of being a good person type things, but every time that you choose something different than, you know, the world around you, every time you choose love, every time you choose patience, self-control, it actually firms up something inside of you. It firms up your identity in Christ, your voice in who he has made you to be. And every time you say yes to Christ, it's so much easier to say no to the pressures of the world. But the more that you give in, right? The more that you say, oh, well, I'll just do this at this party because everyone else is. Oh, well, everyone else is really concerned about going to uni and I guess that's what I need to care about as well. Well, then it sort of, you know, it weakens our foundation in Christ. And so we don't want you to just be performing a tick list. We want you to think about who Christ has made you to be. And again, uh, you know, we had talked about WWJD last week. What would Jesus do? That's another little tool. Every situation you find yourself in throughout a day, you can think about what would Jesus do in this situation? That also helps firm up that foundation in your life so that as time goes on, you find your voice. You're not afraid to stand out from the crowd. And that is step number one in following your purpose and finding your meaning in life. So that is hopefully what what you walk away with today and something that you try and put into practice. So Bridget, what is our sort of challenge of the week? It's right along these lines, I think. Yeah. So the last thing we wanted to say is pick one of those characteristics, the fruit of the spirit we were talking about, and just attach it to one of the days. So like Monday, I'm going to be loved. Tuesday, I'm going to be joyful. Wednesday, I'm going to be kind. Thursday, you know, you get the picture. It's not to say that you shouldn't be the other things, but sometimes these things can seem so far away from where we're at that actually, do you know what? We need to break it down. So Mm. grab one and say today, like what Shree was talking about with Colossians, put on love, put on joy, put on kindness. And so think about the place that you're going to find that hard and go, today in that situation, I'm wearing love. Today in that situation, when that person is doing my head in, I'm going to wear patience. And you can probably (laughs) tell which one I'm going to be wearing this week. Um, but do you know what and let us know how you get on we'd love to hear from you as always if you've liked listening to our um, podcast today um, please make sure that you share it with your friends subscribe and um, like it and give us any comments and feedback Um, we'd love to hear from you but as always we hope that today's podcast has helped you walk more closely with God and we'll speak to you next week but until then bye bye bye